from the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, greetings, beloved Pastor Castle with you here today from the poorhouse to the palace. We're going to begin in Zechariah chapter 9. Uh, this is the chapter 9, 10, 11 uh, is the anointed king rejected. And chapter 9 is the point anointed. And so we're going to pick up here today and begin to look at the first coming of Calvary. I said yesterday that it gives me great confidence in what happened 2,000 years ago because it was prophesied 2,500 years ago. God, 500 years before Jesus came, told us that Jesus would come and, we, and reveals those prophecies to us. Zechariah contains more messianic prophecy of Jesus Christ the Messiah uh, than any other book of the Old Testament with the exception of the prophet Isaiah, the Bible miniature. Now, uh, in verses 1 through 7 of chapter 9, we have the destruction of Israel's perimeter. Let me read those for you, these verses. The burden of the word of the Lord in the land of Hadrach and Damascus shall be the rest thereof, when the eyes of man as of all the tribes of Israel shall be toward the Lord. And Hamath also shall border thereby, Tyrus and Zidon, though it be very wise, and Tyrus did build, us, build herself a stronghold, and heaped up silver as the dust, and fine gold as the mire of the streets. Behold, the Lord will cast her out, and he will smite her power in the sea, and she shall be devoured with fire. Ashkelon shall see it, and fear. Gaza also shall see it, and be very sorrowful, and Ekron, for her expectation, shall be ashamed. And the king shall perish from Gaza, and Ashkelon shall not be inhabited. And a bastard shall dwell in Ashdod, and I will cut off the pride of the Philistines, and I will take away his blood out of his mouth, and his abominations from between his teeth. But he that remaineth, even he shall be our God, for our God, and he shall be as a governor in Judah and Ekron as a Jebusite. Oh, preacher, what in the world does all that mean? Well, I'll tell you. It is the destruction of Israel's perimeter, all those nations that surrounded her on the edge. Now look, in this chapter, God gave Zechariah's prophecies on the first coming and confirmed them by other fulfilled prophecies. God confirms prophecy by confirmed prophecy. Prophecy, we call it pre-written history. God can write history before it happens. Now listen. Amos, Hosea, Micah, and Isaiah prophesied about the, Assyri the Assyrian invasion into the northern land of Israel, okay? Zephaniah, Jeremiah, Habakkuk, and Ezekiel prophesied about the Babylonian invasion. It would encompass everything in the northern, and the, but also include the southern kingdom. The northern kingdom went into captivity first because they went into sin first, and later Judah was brought in. Now they're both united again. Now Zechariah prophesies about the Grecian invasion. The burden was written upon an oracle, a stone such as the Urim or the Thummim. Remember the Urim and Thummim? Uh, those were the two stones carried in the breastplates of the ephod of the high priest. They were painted white on one side, black on the other. And when they, the priest would cast lots. And if it was black, both stones rolled black, it was no. Uh, if it was white, it was yes. If one was black and one was white, it was wait for, wait on me. Wait on my answer of yes or no. 
And uh, that's why uh, where we have dice today, you notice our dice are white with black dots and people cast lots. In fact, some people won't play with dice because they believe it a sacrilege against the Urim and Thummim. But uh, they were going to uh, write upon an oracle, upon a stone. It was God's way of communicating his word to men. The children of kings, children and kings of Israel always inquired of the Lord in the day of battle. Is it God's will to go up or stay back? But, and they would inquire by that Urim and Thummim in the hands of the priests. And God revealed his word and his will through those stones. Now, God names here in these, this chapter certain cities. Hadrach, that's Lebanon. Damascus, that's Syria. Hamath, that's northern Lebanon. It means a fortress. It had 89 towns attached to it. There is Tyrus and Zidon. Those are the fisheries. They belong to Asher, but they were never conquered and uh, within Lebanon. Uh, they were in the borders of Lebanon, and Asher never did take all of its possession. And God is speaking of an invasion that's going to take place 150 years later in the year 333 B.C., and uh, before Christ, at the hands of a 22-year-old young Greek man, uh, their general named Alexander the Great. He comes from Greece through Turkey and then moves into the land of Syria and on into the land of the Philistines on the western border of Israel next to the Great Sea on the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. And uh, Tyrus, which is known as Tyre in the New Testament, built a stronghold on an island. Now, if you take what I'm telling you and put it and go back and read your Bible with these verses, this all fits together. And I know I'm giving you a lot in a little bit of time, but I'm doing the best I can. Amen. But Tyrus built a stronghold on an island off the coast of the Mediterranean Sea. It was an island fortress where she stored her silver and gold, which she multiplied just like King Solomon did. And silver was like dust to her and gold was like clumps of mud. And uh, they obviously didn't have an IRS to mess things up for him. Amen. And Alexander tore, tore down the buildings on the mainland and he built a causeway to this island. And Alexander the Great crucified 2,000 people. Uh, six to 8,000 more were cruelly butchered. Multitudes were sold into the slavery and the city was burnt with fire. And it's been nothing more than a memory since that day. In fact, most of you, I'm telling you for the first time. Now, Alexander then moved on to the land of the Philistines. And when the Philistines saw what happened to Tyrus, they knew their time was short. A bastard dwelt in Ashdod. Alexander destroyed the Philistines into almost utter oblivion. Uh, by the way, they've come back today in the Gaza Strip and Ashdod and other places. And God took the blood out of their mouth. They were eating raw meat with the blood in their pagan sacrifices, and that was an abomination to God. And God said, I don't want man to eat raw meat with the blood. And so God put a stop to it. He took the blood out of their mouth through their destruction. And those that dwell there are illegitimate. They were those that were for God. It would be the people of Judah that would dwell there, more specifically the town of Jabus. Jabus is the original name of the city of Jerusalem. And God was going to give the land of the Philistines to the Israelites just as he promised Abraham. The Jews never did take it, and God sent the Greeks to hand it to them like a birthday present. How about that? May I say to those Palestinians that dwell in the Gaza Strip today, and I know what you believe, and you're a bunch of knuckleheads, but according to the word of the Lord in Zechariah, you're a bunch of bastards. Y'all don't, uh, don't get nervous. I ain't cussing. I'm giving you your Bible. Those Palestinians, those modern-day Philistines, that's what Palestine comes from, the land of the Philistines. It is a transliterated word over time. Palestine comes from Philistine. And those living in the Gaza Strip, they're a bunch of illegitimate children. They're a bunch of bastards. And you came.
into its promised borders when God dispossessed and disinherited the Philistines and God gave the land of the Philistines to Jerusalem. Go back to wherever you came from. By the way, it's the land of Kaftor. If you follow the coast of the Mediterranean up around Turkey and Greece, you'll come to it. And if you're really a Philistine, go back to southern Greece. Go back to Kaftor. That's where you belong. And that's where you came from to begin with. You were an invader, an intruder against God's people to begin with from the get-go. Amen. And let Israel be Israel's. And by the way, it will be very shortly. Amen. God's going to see to it. Now, I'm going to stop right there. My time is gone for today. And y'all take your pill and you get, take your baby aspirin. Get over it. Tomorrow we'll come back and we're going to, uh, we saw the destruction of Israel's perimeter in the first nine verses today. And uh, tomorrow we are going to come back at verse eight and look at the deliverance of Israel's peace. And uh, you join us as the Lord gives you opportunity. God, God bless you is our prayer until our time tomorrow. been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace find pastor castle's bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on spotify apple podcast or google podcast just search from the poorhouse to the palace. From the poor-